Welcome to Cincinnati Foodies, a new community podcast talking all things food in the greater Cincinnati area. Subscribe to our channel for quick 15 to 20 minute bi-weekly updates on restaurant openings, closings, rumors, news, and more. We are your top secret foodie hosts, O-N-G, and we're keeping our identities hidden for now or until this podcast is so huge that we can't hide it anymore. Hey, and welcome back to the Cincinnati Foodies Podcast. This episode, we are drinking Michi White from Michael Gindel in Weinvertel, Austria. I'm sure I killed all of those pronunciations, but... <laughs> Cheers! Cheers! It was in my Mom and M Wine Club selection from this past month. Nice. I didn't know they had a wine club. They do have a wine club, and you can either select to pick up at their Madisonville location or the Camp Washington location. And I have to admit, I go to the Madisonville location more now because it is closer to me and they have more food. But okay. the Camp Washington location is like the OG. Mom is there more. <laughs> and so I love having a reason to go there. So that that's where I pick up my wine. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So how sure. was your week, O? It was great. I had a couple of really busy weeks with work and my kids were on spring break. I had a short weekend trip, but my highlight had to be having my family invited in for the friends and family brunch test at Primo in Middletown. We will definitely be posting a reel about that um, to come, so stay tuned. But I have to say, the food was delicious. They had everything from salad to jumbo shrimp cocktail, fresh fruit, breakfast potatoes that my teenager could not stop talking about. Um, There was a really cool omelet station and plenty of sweet options, too. They had lemon ricotta pancakes, French toast, pastry, even like a Luxardo cherry topped panna cotta and um, tiramisu cups. It was delicious. Oh, and prime rib with a gorgeous horseradish sauce. Um, Honestly, if they can do a brunch buffet this well, I cannot wait to get back in there for dinner. Wow. I can't believe they have prime rib for brunch. I know. It was insane. I think they're doing that for Easter too. So that might be a good option for folks for Easter. Oh yeah, definitely. So how was your week, G? It's been crazy busy. I've been doing a lot of traveling, but I've still been able to squeeze in a few good meals at some great Cincinnati restaurants. Mm. And I even ventured across the river, (laughs) which I don't do very often, but went to the well in Covington, which opened recently. We actually mentioned it in a previous episode, but it's kind of like hanging out at the coolest house in the neighborhood. Like it had a good vibe. It did. Um, the drinks were really well thought out and not too sweet, which is good because I don't like super sweet drinks. No, me Many of them featured fresh herbs, which I really liked as well. And the food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so good. Yes. So their food partner is Grub Local, which is the same chef as Beards and Bellies Barbecue in Newport. The menu is like American classics that feature elevated hometown favorites, For example, they have Cincinnati chili nachos made with lamb instead of beef, which is, like, super different. Mm -hmm. I was really impressed with this place. We had the Philly cheesesteak nachos, Nashville hot chicken skewers, and the hanky-panky balls made with getta. Yum. Oh, and I could literally hear the snap of you taking a bite of that hot dog. (laughs) It was so good. And apparently, these dogs are from New York. And you can't get them anywhere within a 500-mile radius. Oh, wow. So that's why you're, like, super into them. So good. (laughs) 
We should also mention that the beignets were really good, mm-hmm. and it might have something to do with the fact that the owner has southern roots. Yes. And I also wanted to mention that the patio is dog-friendly, yeah. so it's, like, fun to go there and bring your dog. Oh, yeah. It was such a fun, like, hangout vibe, for sure, and the interior was gorgeous. It like, was so nice. I want to live on those couches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> such a good hangout spot. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it for this week. For openings this week, we have... The Cincinnati area is about to welcome a new restaurant to its vibrant culinary scene. Cedar and Yucca, the third restaurant by renowned Northern Kentucky chef Jeremy Faith. He has already established himself as a culinary force to be reckoned with thanks to his highly popular Pike Street Diner in Covington. At Cedar and Yucca, Faith will bring a unique fusion of Latin American and Mediterranean cuisine. Yum. Wow, that sounds so good. Mm -hmm. Expect bold flavors and innovative dishes, all created using fresh, locally sourced ingredients. Yep, that sounds like it's going to be delicious. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. Uh-huh. Um, Red Leprechaun Irish Pub, a classic Irish pub, is set to open its doors soon, bringing a touch of the Emerald Isle to downtown Cincinnati. Ooh. Yeah, right? Expect traditional Irish fare like fish and chips and shepherd's pie, which I could absolutely kill today, <laughs> um, all paired with a selection of beers, whiskeys, and more. Get ready to raise a pint and toast to good times ahead at Red Leprechaun Irish Pub. Pub. I love a good Irish pub, don't you? Yeah. And I don't know if we have any in Cincinnati that I'm like obsessing over right now. Like I'm excited for a new one. Yeah. There are like some dives. And but... I think this is going to be coming to the banks, which will be cool. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not much into the beer scene, but I will order an Irish coffee or my favorite, the Nutty Irishman, which is Frangelico and Bailey's instead of Jameson whiskey. Ooh, I like the sound of that. (laughs) That sounds good. It's like perfect after a big dinner too. Mm. A new restaurant is set to open in Cincinnati's airport, replacing the former Gold Star Chili location. The restaurant will be Skyline Chili, Mm. a popular Cincinnati-based chain known for its unique chili recipe and its signature dish, the Cincinnati-style chili. The restaurant is expected to open in the coming months, and travelers passing through the airport will soon have the opportunity to try out this iconic Cincinnati staple. Well, that's good news. I'm probably not eating this at the airport, but <laughs> but it will give people visiting one last chance to taste Cincinnati chili before they head out and at least look at a better version now. No offense, but I'm just not here for the Gold Star. Yeah, I think it's funny that Skyline's replacing Gold Star at the airport yeah. because I know that McDonald's closed. So when I first read this, I thought that's where they were going. Oh, yeah, but that's it's, right. No, they're like, no, Gold Star, we're going in here instead. Love it. Bye. <laughs> um, but what I am here for is is an Asheville-based tap room, right? So High Wire Brewing, which I haven't been to in Asheville. It should be opening in early April at Factory 52 in Norwood. And this place is going to be huge, you guys. They have two of everything. There's two floors, two bars, two patios, in addition to 36 taps. Wow. I know, right? They will also be family and pet-friendly, which I love. And I think they're going to have, like, a lot of activities and stuff outside. So Yeah, that development's going to be huge. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to dig more into that in future episodes. I like it because it's centrally located, so Mm -hmm. it makes it easy for everybody to just go and enjoy. Yeah, it's going to be really cool for sure. So much beer this week. I know, right? (laughs) March 1st Brewing and Distilling is taking over 10,000 square feet of the former Rock Bottom Brewing Space on Fountain Square with the goal of opening by spring of 2023. Oh, okay. I wondered what was going to go in there. Yeah, well, they should be opening soon too. We'll have to check it out. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, Jepson's Malort is coming to Cincinnati. It is a type of bitter liqueur. It has a strong and distinctive flavor that is often described as herbaceous with notes of citrus and wormwood. Hmm. It is often consumed as a rite of passage or badge of honor <laughs> due to the strong taste. Okay. The new Binksky's bar is soon to open in Camp Washington, and they are planning to carry it. So I was reading a little bit about this, mm -hmm. and someone said it tastes like a burnt condom full of gas. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I'm pretty sure it's big in in Chicago. Yeah, I yeah. think that's so where that, that explains that um, that description. Then actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, so there are two other bars that we're anticipating across the river. And should be able to cover in the next episode. The first one is Second Story Bar that was actually supposed to open last weekend but had to delay mm -hmm. for what seems like some last minute permitting issues. <laughs> um, Covington's fun right now. Yeah. And then um, Knowledge Bar and Social Room, which will be opening in North by Hotel Covington. We will be checking this one out. We'll be getting a special preview. Um, the cocktails here seem like a show. Gee, you are going to love the Valentino. Ooh. It's a whole vibe. It's uh, to Tequila and mezcal, which with it has pomegranate, strawberry, vanilla, pink peppercorn, oh and gosh. a red wine float with what? black lava sea salt. And there's this like whole smoke situation that is right up your oh, alley. Oh my gosh. You're going to love it. It sounds like they made that cocktail for me. Right? I'm like obsessed with volcanoes. So like the black lava <laughs> sea salt is perfect. Yes. And I love the smokiness from mezcal, but I don't like fully mezcal drinks. So I like right. that they're mixing it with tequila. Yeah. I think that'll like simmer it down a little bit. Love that. And I think my favorite thing opening this week is the Hard Rock Cafe Candy Shop Pop-Up Bar. Mm -hmm. It will be open Fridays and Saturdays in April, starting April 1st. And it features themed rooms, DJs, specialty drinks partnered with Rocktails, an amped up spin on mixology, and desserts created by Chef Melissa. Tickets are $30 and includes entry to the event, one specialty champagne drink, two golden tickets for food treats, mm. and an hour and a half to explore all the candy rooms. And this place was so much fun. We got to check it out, like the media preview, and it was so It's so cool. cool. Yeah. Like, but you have to dress up. Like think Willy Wonka. Right? Oh yeah. I mean, golden tickets. There's like candy on donuts. We're going <laughs> to, we'll post a reel so you guys can get a preview. Yes. I can't believe, first of all, I can't believe April 1st is this Saturday. Like what the heck? Yeah. Um, but we'll post a link in the show notes to get tickets um, because it is a ticketed event. You pick your time slot and be timely because you get like your hour and a half and that's it. Um, but this place is the vibe. I kept forgetting that the champagne drink tower, there was like a human in there yes <laughs> they had like the champagne lady there with the um skirt yeah and like she had just champagne around her skirt yeah with like rock candy in it yeah. in different colors it was so cool but you have to like dress up and take pictures for instagram like that's kind of how it's set up yes but it's also like a fun hangout place like it would be fun to get a group of friends together and just go and hang out oh it would be awesome for like a bachelorette or a birthday party or whatever so if you're looking for a fun like hang out for the month yeah definitely get a ticket and the sure. the drinks that they were making were really cool too those are additional purchase to your ticket mm -hmm. but they had some really fun ones and we will feature those in our instagram right yeah now. they were really like interactive and you like kind of create your own cocktail it was very yeah. cool for yeah. sure definitely we are so excited to be offering two tickets to give away to this event Check out our Instagram page or show notes on details on how to enter. So now we told you last episode we would be featuring a new secret foodie named Jay, 
He's here with the scoop for you this week. Hey, Jay. Welcome to the Cincinnati Foodies podcast. Thanks for having me. We wanted to bring you on because we want our listeners to have the latest and greatest information about what's going on in the foodie scene here in Cincinnati. And we knew you would be the perfect person to give us some fun updates. So tell us, what do you have for this week? Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a wild last couple weeks, but one of the most exciting things that has unfolded is the announcement of Bakersfield and the Eagle coming to Deerfield Township. Everybody yes. loves Thunderdome concepts, OTR, Vine are slammed it's so hard to get in there and get a table and as they have they have yet to ever put anything in a suburb excluding of course maplewood which closed down literally in the next development over from where they're going Deerfield township so that's super exciting it is i'm i'm super excited about that place too i know we're gonna check it out later today and i cannot wait yeah and then in addition to Bakersfield and the Eagle, we also have 50 West, who will be building on about three acres, basically a replica, but bigger and better of what they have down in the Marymount area. So you'll have your burger bar, the brewery, pickleball, volleyball, of course, ice skating in the wintertime, all the fun stuff for families, for kids, for anybody. So this project that's called the District at Deerfield, as it was just announced, has some massive anchors that our foodie scene here in and around Cincinnati is going to love. Yeah, that's so cool. I didn't know that they were going to have ice skating and the burger bar and everything there. That'll be fun. Yeah, they basically looked at Deerfield Townships, looked at the demographics, and they said, well, there are a ton of families up here. There's a ton of activities, but there's not a lot of, there are not many local establishments that are catering to these people. And mm -hmm. instead of forcing them to go down to Cincinnati's urban core to experience these fun, lively restaurants, they all agreed around the same time that they should open up in the suburbs and open up together to basically build that critical mass to help anchor this project. And then the fact that it sits directly along Mesa Montgomery Road, which is not only historically one of the top suburban office markets in all of greater Cincinnati, but it's also what's referred to as a super regional corridor. It's a trade area where people come in from all over the region to go to places like Whole Foods or Bye Bye Baby. And now, of course, Dorothy Lane Market, which is also going to be in the area, it's like all of a sudden, if you haven't been to Deerfield Township or around the Mason area, you will soon see what you do not want to miss. Yeah, we're we're really excited about it. We can't wait to um, follow this project along with you and update as things move along. Do we have a projected date for when we think they're going to be open? Yeah, so construction. So groundbreaking is today which means construction will start soon. And then conservatively speaking, I think that within the next, I mean, this is kind of a wide range. There are always delays to be expected. You have to account for weather and supply chain and a bunch of, a bunch of stuff that is outside of anybody's control, but realistically 12 to 18 months. Again, I recognize it's a big range, but it'll be sometime essentially around by fall of next year, 2024, 
that we should be able to go experience all things that are the district at Deerfield. Okay, well, that sounds great. Did you go to eat anywhere this week that you're obsessing over? Um, I did, actually. So Friday night, I had my daughter, and we met a bunch of other families and kids at the Element Eatery Food Hall, which is in Madisonville on the MedPace campus, which is called Madison Square at Red Bank in Madison. There are nine different food experiences that you can try from. So what we did is got a bunch of stuff. I personally loved the Mafungo Bowl from Mash Roots, which is delicious. I don't really know how to describe it, except for saying that it's a bowl with this sweet potato um, base, and then they put steak and corn and a bunch of deliciousness right inside of it. So it's a perfect combination of healthy and tasty my three-year-old daughter ate it up as she did the pizza, but what are you going to do? It was a lot of fun. They also yeah. had music, which I think they do on a regular basis, but it was so fun. It was like having a little dinner and dancing. Adults were happy. Awesome. What I about think you? Mash Have Roots you been is, I actually went to the well in Covington this week with my friend O, and we really enjoyed it. They had these um, hanky-panky, like, fried balls. And they were ridiculously good. Yum. Now, the well, that's right yeah. by Bryston, right? In downtown Covington, where Hotel Covington is? Yes. Yes. Okay. And isn't there another bar on the second floor that's opening up soon-ish? Yeah, two-story bar, I think it's called. Yeah, I keep on seeing Is that the one you're thinking of? Everybody's feed. Yeah, I think so. There's some, looks like there's trees on the inside of it, that one. Yeah, yeah, that that's going to be really cool, too. I think we're going to um, touch on that in this week's episode or maybe next week's episode, depending on when they open. Cool. And you know that um, Dewey's Pizza is also going to be opening down there soon also. I saw that, and I took a little video while I was down there because that's so exciting. I'd love to see them expanding as well. Yeah, they're taking over... Um, a, a former restaurant that is right next to Braxton in the Duvenex Square development. I just think that area is exploding, and it's such a nice alternative to going down to Vine Street and OTR or the banks. But downtown Covington and Mainstrass, I just I love that area. So fun. I do too, and they're they're really making a name for themselves, um, opening all these you know well known restaurants. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that concludes our update for the week. Thank you so much for joining in. Um, for sure. We can't, we can't wait to hear what you have for us next episode. I can't wait to share. And your OG foodies <laughs> are back with only three closings this week. That's bad. Right? Okay. So Wahlburgers, the restaurant chain owned by actor Mark Wahlberg and his brothers, has closed its location in downtown Cincinnati after being in business for five years. The restaurant's closure is attributed to financial losses caused by COVID-19 pandemic. Obviously, there are less people working down there. So mm -hmm. that makes sense. I bet it was like a big lunch spot. I only went once. Did you go? No, I've never been there. Yeah, it was decent. I mean, I liked it. It was it was what it was. Um, they still have several locations in the United States and actually internationally as well. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so Octo closed downtown a month or two ago, and we keep forgetting to mention it. 
We have not found any media coverage around this one. We simply tried to make a reservation and then realized it was closed. I didn't even know that's how you pronounce the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's it's owned by E&O, right? Yeah, but I think it was Mediterranean. Yes, I think you're right so about that. So that's where the, the octo, the K comes from, I think. Okay, yeah. I just figured it's owned by E&O. It's called OKTO. I don't know. <laughs> And lastly, High Street Cafe, a popular breakfast and lunch spot in Cincinnati's Hamilton neighborhood, has closed permanently. The uh, restaurant was recently sold to Phil Wong Catering, and this was also attributed to the pandemic. In the next few weeks, we are headed to the City Beat Best of Cincinnati event, where we will be celebrating the greatness in our city. These awards are hard fought and highly coveted. Inside the Best of Cincinnati celebration, you will have the opportunity to indulge in all that the Queen City has to offer. We will have a link in the show notes for tickets. You have to come and join us and meet your secret foodies. Yes. And we will also be at Cincinnati Magazine's Savor Cincinnati at the Hard Rock Casino. This event showcases talented chef duos thoughtfully paired to collaborate on crafting one-night-only menus for an intimate and extraordinary chef's table dining experience. We went to the last event, and it was very cool. My favorite part was watching the chefs plate everything live. Yeah, we had a good time. We did have a really good time. So you should come check that out, too. That one is a little more fancy, more like a date night. Yeah, it's a great date night idea. Love that. In foodie news, an 83-year-old customer at a Cincinnati restaurant was grazed by a bullet during an incident (laughs) in the bathroom, but she decided to stay and finish her meal. The woman reportedly felt a sting on her shoulder while eating at the restaurant and thought it might have been a bug bite until she saw blood all over her shirt. The restaurant owner and staff were shocked by the incident and praised the woman's courage and resilience in continuing to enjoy her meal despite the traumatic experience. Someone was arrested. The shooting is still under investigation by police. (laughs) Stop it. This better have been one hell of a restaurant. Girl, it was Quaker Steak and Lube. (laughs) At the Stone Creek Town Center in Colerain. But, like, seriously, I hope they comped her meal. They better have. Oh, my gosh. Chef Kayla Robison has announced her departure from Arnold's Bar and Grill in Cincinnati, where she has been the head chef for the past five years. Robison said she is helping Arnold's look for a new chef, then taking some time off before embarking on a new chapter in her culinary journey, pursuing opportunities to further hone her craft and explore new culinary experiences. During her time at Arnold's, Robison has impressed diners with her innovative and locally sourced dishes, and she leaves behind a legacy of culinary excellence. Her departure from Arnold's marks the end of an era, but also the beginning of an exciting new chapter for this talented chef. She has won Chopped. She's like, yeah, she's doing good things. I, I, I like that she's working closely with Arnold's to find like a proper replacement. Agreed. So I think that I'll be really excited for whoever the replacement is. And mm-hmm. I'm also really excited to follow her along on her journey. Yeah, for sure. Um, she's quoted as saying, I'm going to dance and decide what waltz is right for me. More like tango, I guess, because nothing in the industry is waltz like. <laughs> that that is the truth. I love that quote. Yeah, yeah. So um, Christian Moreline is relaunching their beer brand. I guess the plan is to like revive the historic recipes, kind of like what Little Kings did. Mm. The plan is to keep it as German as possible, which I like. 
because I feel like Cincinnati's super For German. Sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, we don't have like really good German beers around here, do we? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I I didn't have an issue with Moraline the way it was though. Honestly, did you? Nope. Not really. <laughs> um, so there's a Chick-fil-A debuting at Great American Ballpark this season, which is good because I feel like, I don't know if you ever got the like kids pack for your kids where they get like a backpack and a jersey and free tickets. No. Well, they get free Chick-fil-A when you buy like special ticket packages, but they don't uh. have Chick-fil-A at the stadium. <laughs> so like you go to the game and there's no Chick-fil-A and then you go home and get Chick-fil-A. So I'm glad they're finally going to be Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, but there are some new menu items as well from various restaurants uh, around the park, including Tubers from 50 West, nice. Skyline Chili Nachos, Get a Pretzel Bites, and something called a Split Finger, which is a Glyers Bratwurst split and topped with sauerkraut drooling. Oh, yeah. Love it. I'm there. I'm all about the um, split finger bratwurst. Yeah. And I feel like I make Skyline Chili Nachos at home all the time, so it'll be nice to, like, get those in the ballpark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's also going to be a Getta Burger, which I'm really excited about, too. Yeah. And a red and white twist soft serve ice cream served in a Red's helmet, and the red ice cream is going to be Kool-Aid flavored. Ooh. I love the little helmet ice creams. We use them for snacks. Oh, that's so cute. Mm -hmm. We have a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> With Easter coming up, we wanted to make sure you guys knew where you can go for brunch if a big spread at home isn't really your jam. Yeah. And don't forget that Delgado's Cannoli will be offering super cute themed cannoli. And you can place your order now and pick up closer to Easter. And I'll throw up a link, but you can um, follow their Instagram and order through there. Oh yeah. He's always doing super cool things. That is definitely a must. Um, some places doing Easter brunch include Coppins at the Hotel Covington, um, Primo in Middletown and Luvino. Yeah. And then there's going to be Eddie Merlot's, Via Vite and Forno's. They usually have them as well. Mm -hmm. And the big one is going to be at the Palm Court Hilton Netherlands. Oh, okay. Make sure you call ahead or use your favorite online booking for reservations and get on it because they definitely book up fast yeah well i guess that's it for this week i think we kept it to the point yay for us i know <laughs> we will see you guys in two weeks with our first remote episode so exciting bye, bye. guys thanks for joining us for this episode of cincinnati foodies don't forget to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and follow us on Instagram. If you have any news, restaurants to check out, or you would like to be featured, you can email us at CincinnatiFoodies513 at gmail.com or slide into those DMs at CincinnatiFoodies on Instagram. 